Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. people welcome in to no catch up sports talk via chicago i'm your host sean little big nick the quick with me as always nba week one is in the books our bullies are four and oh we're going to talk about the first week of the nba what's got us fired up what's the best thing about the nba being back we're going to go into that we got our first take tuesday big nick the quick was about to hit me with something offline i was like nah wait 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 we're about to get it let me hit record and we'll get on that right away so we got our first take tuesday we got nba then we're gonna get in the nfl power rankings hey man there's some teams that are up top that are solidified now right or they're supposed to be anyway so we'll talk nfl power rankings i got a little bit of a problem with the nfl mvp i got a couple futures tickets i'm gonna holler at nick see what he thinks about my strategy and what i should do then we got a little game of panic or don't panic Something tells me Russell Westbrook is going to come up. Something tells me the Chiefs are going to come up. And we got a couple other things on uh, panic, don't panic. Big Nick the Quick. Yeah. What's good? What's the business? What's the word? Man, big chilling. What a big week. Chilling. What a week. It's been a fun been, week. Been, been, been marinating in league pass, NFL. It's kind of a shitty NFL weekend when you kind of look at some of these games that were played, but. There was a whole bunch of other shit on, so it was great. I know the, it was, it I was know the slate was tough. You almost yeah, went 5-0. and I almost went 5-0, and man. The, che- the, the Niners let me down. I, I'll never forget. I don't understand. I got to call you out on this because you tried to give the logic in the group chat, but I'm not buying it. Okay. Were you drunk or on something else when you picked – Russ or Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick. <laughs> and, know, what, and what world could you <laughs> you saw the first game where he threw six picks? Why would you come back uh, and think dude. that first off Belichick was gonna lose after that game uh that they had against uh I'm sorry, why am well, I against Dallas, Dallas against yeah. Dallas, right? And that Belichick was gonna let a rookie quarterback do and a rookie head coach do anything to him. That was to me, Bro. I actually put real money on that. Like to me, that was the stone cold. Stone called pipe lock Co- of the week. Coors was that Light. the Patriots were going to cover? <laughs> they could have played that game on Mars, and the Patriots were going to cover that. I know it's funny, man, because <laughs> I liked the hook on it. Well, for everybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, me, Big Nick, the Quick, and a couple of my other homies, we're in a pick'em that we do every year. It's a lot of fun, and we talk a lot of shit. And um, I picked the Jets in the pick'em at plus seven and a half. It's fucking stupid. I was looking at it, seven, and they wouldn't have covered. <laughs> I was looking at it too before, like purely. I'm like, I shouldn't go against Belichick in this spot. I should just pick something else. But I don't know, man. Just you know, you know how it gets. Closer to the game kickoff, I, I don't know. I panicked and just did some dumb shit. But yeah, that was. Boys stupid. gave up 54 points coming off a of bye week. Coming off, yo, I tweeted that. <laughs> coming off a of bye, two weeks to prepare for the Patriots offense. 
You're a defensive coach. <laughs> he gave up 54. And you give up a 50-piece, dog. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Can't happen. Can't happen. Can't happen. Trouble over there. I don't. I, it's crazy because that's it's like we're Bears fans and we complain about our team. I don't see any way that that team ever – they have no talent. They, they have, have, no, they have nothing. nothing to hold on to over they there. They have nothing over there. Nothing. They have nothing over there. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's jump into this first take Tuesday. Big Nick the Quick was about to say something offline before we hopped on. Big Nick the Quick, man. What were you, you said? You, something you didn't understand. I don't. Something. You no, I just think it's funny. So, like, you know, obviously the last year, two years, um, sports gambling has like really, 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 really taken off, right? Like, yeah, there's always true. people that did it, but now it's become true. a very, very mainstream thing. Every network has a sports gambling show, right? Yeah. Every major network, small network, you got things like Action Network, you got multiple different sites, you got Barstool opening up sports books. And it's just so funny to me that, like, as literally as, like, five, six, seven years ago, it was like, oh, we could never put a team in Vegas. Like, we would never do that. Dude, like, no, what, no, hey, one's, what, no no, one's ever going to go out there. You can't, you can't have a team. Yeah, less than that. Like, a few years ago. Four right? years ago. Three right, years right. ago. And yeah. obviously, the NHL broke that with the Golden Knights. And now it's looking like, well, you got the Raiders out there. It's looking like the A's are going to be end up being out there. Don't think that Adam Silver isn't looking at real estate in Las Vegas. Like, you'll have all four major sports teams in Vegas. You probably fuck around and get an MLS team out there. Um, you got a WNBA team out there already. Um, I'm on the NBA app today. There's a section on the NBA official app called NBA Bet where they're linking to stories from Action Network about gambling. Obviously, you watch an NFL game. It's all DraftKings, FanDuel. They're advertising like crazy yeah. in conjunction with the league, the NBA, baseball. It's just funny how, like, Shit, they went from – it was taboo to, like, oh, no, we're leaning – Fully into it. Like Adam Silver was talking about, yeah, we want uh, machines at the game. Like we want to be able to have you do live well, bets a, at the game. Like a, we want to get rating. a piece of that. It's a ratings thing. Absolutely. Honestly, it's too. huge. Yeah. Look like what a, fantasy football does for the NFL. A big thing. Like no one's watching. We were just talking about this before we hopped on. The game last night, I was watching NBA. I didn't watch any yeah. of the Monday Night Football game. I watched, I guess, a couple plays here and there. But you know who's watching that game? People that have money on the Saints or the Seahawks. 100%. Forget about the NBA. Forget about the NHL. If I got Seahawks plus four and a half, four, I'm watching that game. That's what gambling does for ratings and um, regardless of league. People are going to watch games that they necessarily wouldn't watch unless they had a couple hundred on a game. That's it. Well, and now if you're in one of these leagues, you're like, well, we also want to get involved. Like, we want our cut, too. It's like the, it's like the medical marijuana of sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was taboo, but once it's kind of opened up, everybody's like, oh, wait, hold on. We yeah. want to get involved in this, too. So, like, it's just funny, man. Like, yeah, again, like, I think the NBA, especially when you talk about the ratings, like, it's a great opportunity for the NBA, right? Like, what better sport to bet on? You get action every night. You get multiple games. And you can definitely draw up some fan interest with it. It's just so funny that we've come from, no, you would never put a team in Las Vegas to every single sports league is going to have a team out there. And they're all doubling down on gambling apps and getting into partnerships with, with these different gambling companies. So it's all great. Just more action out there, right? But it's just funny. It used to be in the shadows. Now it's like celebrated. No question. It's 100% celebrated and yeah. enjoyed by millions. By millions. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. First take Tuesday for me is I'm ready to jump into this NBA talk because I don't have one. So, let's do that. 
Oh, speaking of which, shout out, shout out, Sean. We saw Sean on the big screen talk, oh, talk, yeah, talk, talking yeah, gambling, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, on yeah. MSG, man. Shout out, shout out, Sean, man. We see them. Yeah, appreciate it. See them out it. there, man. Appreciate so yeah, it. that that just that just adds to the narrative, right? Like they they're looking for people to talk gambling. You know what I mean? So that's dope, man. Shout out you. Yeah, yeah, man. Make sure uh, you check me out, uh, MSG Network. I'm I'm working with them on a couple shows, gambling shows. I'll be on there almost twice a week. It looks like so. Yeah, man. Follow at MSG Network. MSG plus minus is the gambling site. Check me out. Yeah, I got the clips. I, I got a show coming up this weekend. So yeah, lock in with me, man. Yeah, um. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to this NBA. First week, I love this game. That it reminds me every week. The start, like every time the season comes back, I'm like, man, I love this game. This is the funnest game out. I know Big Nick the Quick is a big, uh, is a big league pass guy. I got a, uh, I got it for free right now because I'm on like the trial. They give you, you know, they give you the shit for free every month. Yeah, I just gotta pull the trigger and pay the it's the fifty dollar installments. Yeah, you'll never miss it. Trust me, you'll never miss whatever you spend on League Pass. I, I've had a League Pass now going on five six years, and it's it's never a check that I have an issue writing. Yo, you know what's funny, bro? I don't know. I, I, I would like to talk to a, like a psychologist about spending. There's certain things I fire off hundreds of dollars with absolutely not a blink of an eye. And then there's other stats where they ask me for seven fifty. I'm like, can't do it, my boy. Dog, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like Yo, a- how much? Nah, bro. And <laughs> I literally just spent five hundred dollars on, on some bullshit on dinner and drinks the past two days <laughs> yeah right you know what i'm saying no that's how i am remember that like that xbox game pass thing that we keep getting those free trials for yeah, yeah, the yeah. other day i stood at the screen looked at the screen for like 15 minutes because it was 14.99 to renew it yeah. i was like no nah, i'm not nah, no nah. i was like no nah, that's a waste of money like why would i ever do that <laughs> but then the same day i'll go spend yeah money on some stupid shit that i don't need Dude, 100%. So, like, yeah, we were yeah. just in vegas buying like i i I was in Vegas and forgot my charger. Yeah. And I had yeah. to buy a charging oh, the Vegas cord. Charger? It's, yeah. It's fucking $55. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I didn't blink an eye, bro. Yeah. You can spend that that $15 on right. blackjack like, table in 0.2 seconds. Right. So, like, that was <sighs> that that shit's always funny to me. Like, I same thing you did with uh the Game Pass thing. I clicked on the NBA Game Pass subscription. I'm just and like, like uh, uh. I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna revisit this after yeah, my, trial, my, my trial ends. I shouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah, all I like... all I do is watch basketball, talk about basketball, <laughs> work with basketball. But nah, I got let me let me let me get every single game out of this free, free and they, pass. They even make it easy for you and allow you to pay for it monthly, and it's still like yeah, yeah no, no. How much? How much? Twenty eight dollars a month? No, maybe a dollar a day. I can't do that. Maybe I'll <laughs> skip. Maybe I won't league pass the first quarter yeah. of the season. So I can get it for one fifty. Yeah, I'll say 50 if I bucks. jump in November nineteenth, then I yeah. can say it's like, bro, you I'll, just I'll say I'll say fifty bucks, but let me run to the grocery store real quick and grab this fifty dollar red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you literally just bet uh eleven hundred dollars on the Bulls first half. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. so yeah, get get your shit together, bro. Uh-huh. But um. But the game is back, bro. The Bulls, who we're going to get into here in a second, are 4-0. They're rolling. I know you're a big leave pass guy, and I know we talk about it all the time. So, who's got you fired up? Like, I'm, let me, I'm going to ask you two questions. What are the best things about NBA being back? And that could be 
I get to go downstairs in the basement and drink Blue Label and watch the game, oh, or every single night, mm-hmm. or it could be anything. And then I'm gonna, I want to get into you like who's got you fired up? Is it Miles Bridges? Is it Morant? Is it the Hornets? Is it not Check, Portland? Checkmate. Is it not Portland? Like yeah, we've been never, talking about. Never so, Portland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Let's kick e- it off. Easy, man. So the best thing about it um, is, yes, being able to go downstairs and kind of lock myself in and watch the games. But also that in that first couple weeks, when all these teams still have hope, right, and you are still somewhat optimistic about all games. these teams, you just get good games, right? Yeah. Like last night I watched uh, – who did Cleveland play and they won? I'm, I'm blanking on who they beat. They, they beat just, a good team. They just bust somebody's ass. Um, yeah, so I'm watching Cleveland and Denver last night, right? Yeah. Or I'm watching New Orleans and, and Minnesota. Like two teams who I wouldn't be caught dead watching towards the end of the year last year, right? But yep. you're watching them in the beginning because it's like, yo, there's a ton of intrigue. I want to see what these young players are doing. I want to see what's up with Ant-Man. I want to see if Zion's ever going to play. Like whatever it is, right? Like I think that all the games in the beginning of the year – everybody's so fired up nobody's hurt everybody's kind of bright-eyed and ready to go and you just get really good basketball and like you're so excited to be watching games that like you got two three games going on at the same time you're ending one game going to the next one game goes to halftime you're going on the app to see which game is close hopping over to that one like it's it's just like it's almost like the way that people watch the ncaa tournament those first couple weekends or that first weekend where you're just flipping from game to game to game like that's how I am with that first week of the NBA season. So, um, and it's been great, man. Like, yeah, I mean, be honest with you. I had, yeah, I had, I didn't even watch the NFL game last night because I wanted to watch the NBA games on both screens. Like the NFL Monday night football got zero play. Um, even as I'm watching the bulls game, I'm watching Hornets and, um, Hornets and Celtics, which was a great game. Right. Cause I'm super excited about that. So like, just having all the games on, man, watching as much basketball as possible, watching everybody come out firing in, in perfect form before all the bullshit starts. Sure. Who am I? Yeah, who am I excited about? Um, you hit it first off with John Morant. This um, guy, man. This guy is balling. He's currently <laughs> – do you know who leads the NBA in scoring? John Morant. John Morant. Does. John Morant averaging 35 and 8 right now. I get it. It's only three games, but – we talked about that last week. We talked about the teams you don't want to see on a Tuesday. It was Memphis. It's Memphis, right? And they're, and they're playing like that. So, Ja, big shout out to Ja. Um, some of these young dudes, man. I watched, told you I watched Cleveland. I've watched a few Cleveland games. They're almost like one of those young guilty. Goal? Yeah, they're almost one of those guilty pleasure league pass teams for me. I've been watching Mobley. Um, what was he, second pick in the draft? Yo, he's nice. Like, he's nice. Like, he's Heard, a modern big. Yeah, uh, he played. No, he was. He got, if he got hurt, he got hurt yesterday. No, I he, thought he was a third pick in the draft. Oh, third. I thought he said hurt. Yeah, third yeah, pick yeah. of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's been hooping. We watched Scotty Barnes last night on uh, on Toronto. I don't know what he is, what he's gonna turn into, but it was exciting to watch a young dude like that. Um, so Memphis, I've been watching Charlotte, which obviously, man, like Charlotte to me is one of the most exciting teams. They were super exciting last year. Lamelo's balling out this year. Yeah, I watched a lot um, of that game last night. I had ball. Yeah, yeah. So that was team fun. Total, yeah, watching uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. See if they can finally put it together. They got so much talent on that squad. Um, but you know the the Timberwolves, they they end up just kind of shitting on themselves. So those are the teams that I've been real interested in. Um, I would say Cleveland and Charlotte are like my two like. Oh, I'm sorry, Cleveland and uh, Minnesota are like my two like guilty pleasure teams. Yeah. 
And then Charlotte and Memphis are like my borderline contenders that I've been firing. Ant Man so. been going crazy. Ant Man's going crazy. He's putting up twenty five a game right now. I'm trying to tell y'all hey, about Ant Man. I told it's y'all a, it's an exciting twenty five. Yes. This is not. Uh, this is not a Demar Derozan twenty five. No, he had twenty one. <laughs> he had twenty one in the third quarter last night. Yeah, like this is. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. It's he's yeah. dunking, or he's getting it all in one quarter. Or it's stuff like that. Yeah, man. I, Lots I, of talent over there. Yeah. I, you were – I was – well, listen. He was a very big watch-the-film guy for me because, like, we've talked about a trillion times. Me and Big Nick aren't big college athletic guys, period. And we're definitely not watching Georgia basketball. And I watched a little <laughs> – exactly. And I watched – but I watched a little bit of, of Georgia hoops on some highlight stuff, like, you know, deep deep dive highlight breakdown type shit. And he just looked different on out there. Like, yeah. This special athlete. This guy, no, they can't really. They're not in this dude's league right yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah, it was interesting to watch him, and it, it's starting to really, really, really translate now. But I want to get into John Morant. Yeah. Because this fucking guy is a real issue. Different. The mentality is there. Maddie the missed, Maddie missed that free throw the other night. Yeah, he was. That, that was a huge moment for he him. He went yeah. super. He went super extra with it. He he yeah. was. He tweeted. He tweeted about six minutes after the game ended. Then he went out to the free throw line at Stables, took a picture at the free throw line, and posted it. Um, it's game three. You go miss free throws. Yeah. You're playing the Lakers at home on a back to back after you played the Clippers and yep. got a dub against the Clippers. By the way, yep. so. Yeah, you're going to miss free throws. It is what it is. But he's got it all, bro. He can really fill it up. He'll dish. It's the attitude, bro. Yep. It's the attitude, man. That's it. That's that's how you want the leader of your team to look. He feels like he plays for the fucking Lakers in Memphis. Mm-hmm. They might as well be the fucking Lakers to him. Like, that's how you want your face of your franchise, your guy. Memphis, I don't care where we're at. We're yeah. the best team in the West, period, Absolutely. point blank. And we're going to show up every single night. And carries himself that way, like you said. Carries himself, obviously, as a point guard. He's the leader of that team. Like, he he took ownership in that missed free throw. It's game three. It is what it is. But, yeah, just the way that he's playing, man. And now the jumper is falling. He's shooting, like, 42% from three. Like, come on, man. Stop it. Like, this dude can already get to the cup when he wants to. Like you said, he's a pass. He's a he's a pass first, I guess, kind of guy. Like, I mean, no, he scored nah, he, first, he's but a, he, but he's not like score first in the sense of like black hole, right? He like, won't he's get, looking he, to get he'll guys give it involved. up. He's gonna give it up. He's just looking to lead the team and make the right decision for him. And that team is humming. You know, he's clearly got them. Like you said, they're playing with confidence. If you watched that game with the Lakers the other night, they were going toe to toe with the Lakers. They were leading for a lot of the game. The Lakers kind of took it away at the end. Mello. but this is yeah, the mellow went crazy. Like, Melo yeah, went, no, went crazy, yeah. um, and that's what it took. And obviously, the Lakers are a much more talented team than Memphis, but I told you, that's a team that you just don't want to see on a night when you don't want to take, you know, you don't you don't want to have a tough game. And they're there. They're available for that. And they showed that the other night. And, yeah, man, Jaws leading the way. Let me ask you this, because okay. I've been thinking about this, right? I started thinking about this last year. Uh-oh, I already know. But you know where I, I'm yo, going I already know what you're about to ask me, Joe. <laughs> And I honestly believe if you ask the Memphis Grizzlies front office, they would tell you we're 100% fine with this, right? But are we at that level, right, where it's like, hey, I get the upside of Zion is crazy, right? The upside of Zion is still one of the highest in the NBA. 
but there are clearly some issues there, right? Like with physical fitness, um, whatever's going on between him and the front office, health in general, right? Two years, three years later, where are you on job versus Zion? Like, again, I think if you ask the Grizzlies, they're like, we we are completely, I know they are very comfortable with their decision that they made, right? And this isn't like Derrick Rose versus Michael Beasley or anything like that, but where where are you on that? Yeah, I mean, it could turn into Derrick Rose versus Beasley. Why couldn't it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like Beasley could Beasley had a, a solid career and contributed in multiple spots. Um John Morant right now is was the clear cut, I think, in my opinion, better choice. Purely off of availability, and I just love his attitude more. Would you um, rather have him on? Would you rather have a healthy Zion or a healthy? I, and, and I don't want to say that, like it's it's here and here. It's way it's an easy clear cut because listen, when Zion's on the floor and he's in ha- and I don't care how big he is, he giving you thirty crazy. points. Yeah. So if if he's gonna get in just a little bit of shape, he's gonna be there. I think Morant has the it factor that I really like. I really like <laughs> attitudes, man. Like the Zion, I could see just kind of. Floating. Floating, doing his thing, and yeah. not really whatever. Like, John Morant looks like he's trying to win MVPs, all-star game MVPs. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to – yeah, he want Memphis to be the top three in the in the West type that of it thing. factor is, is the perfect thing to say. Like, you know when a That's guy – That's what pushes it over it, the top for me, 100%. yeah. 100%. Like, in a game seven, Ja is – he could, that Giannis 50 piece, like, does he have that type of mentality? Well, you like, saw yo, him we're in the winning playoffs at all last year, too. A game six. You saw yeah. him in the playoffs last year. Absolutely. Against Utah. He was going crazy. And they had no business getting into the playoffs. Triple J yeah. was hurt all year. Their second best player was Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Hey, boy, I like hey, Dylan Brooks. Is nice. <laughs> he's, he's hurt right now. He's hurt Yo, right now. Shout out my boy Dylan Brooks. Shout, Dylan out, Brooks uh, nice. shout out Desmond Bain. I don't know where this dude came from. This dude is a hooper. Shout out Tyus Jones, too. They got a nice little whip. Well, listen. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, right? So, look. I think that. Yo, speaking of that, shout out my guy Big Waz. He tweeted out that um, essentially, look at John Morant out here doing what he's doing with like a with him and a whole bunch of men and motherfuckers are in his in his mentions. Like, do some research. Do you even watch basketball? I mean, oh, it is a lot of men. It is. It's. A, it's a but he's but he's take. taking them to a higher level. Like these, right. yeah, those dudes, they play better than some of their parts for sure. But yeah, so if you ask me. Who I would take right now, it's hard not to say Ja by a little bit because of his availability, first off. Has he even missed a game? He got hurt last year, but yeah. For a little bit, but yeah. you feel like that's what it seems like. It seems like he never misses any games. He's He shows up every single night. He's a warrior. 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 Soldier. Soldier. Fuck soldier out here. Soldier. <laughs> Put the team on his back, though. <laughs> Yo, who said that? What's his name again? And what? Uh, and the wire? Oh, Kellen Winslow. No, uh, Kellen Winslow. Oh, yeah, I'm a soldier. A soldier out here, dog. War. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, John Barrett. Yeah, yeah. John Barrett. Sure. Soldier out here, man. So that's why I would say. He's Moret. no conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I'm Alexander. That's <laughs> yeah. like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. He's, he's no conqueror. I'm a conqueror. Yeah. So. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I'll take Morant by a little bit, but. I like it. Ja could, I mean, or Zion could get in shape and get back, Problem. but dude, that's a, it's a, yo, it's a problem. It's, a, well, yo, it was a, it was a little bit of a, a rookie young kid joke. Year three, it's an issue now. 
Yeah, coming into this year, there's no reason you come into year. This is year three, right? Yeah, coming into year three in the league, that being in shape shouldn't be priority number one for you. Like again, yeah, I think when you're 19, get your first taste of money. There's so much shit happening fast around you, whatever, right? But now you're talking about going through the pandemic. You're you're at the crib for sure, right? Going through all that. Now you, you go through that foot. whole other year. I get your foot is yeah, broken. I get sure. that, but I, I, dude, do something you, else. You dude, had go success. get in the pool diet. or some shit. There's, diet, clearly, there's clearly no focus on diet. Like you can tell by looking at him, that's a dude who's been eating. You said like you eating. Said his skin his face, breaking out. Skin breaking out, face all fat. <laughs> you saw him in that commercial with Zach. Like he looks yeah. like three Zachs. You know yeah, what I mean? Big. Like he is big, big, big. And like it's that's not built for 82 games in the National Basketball Association. Like you got to get that figured out. So I would 100% be worried about it with him because again, year three. Like, you should have figured this shit out. First year, eh. second year, you really should have figured out going to your second year. But by your third year, like, get it together. And you look at a guy like Embiid or some of these other guys who've decided to make the commitment to physical fitness yeah, and what it does for you. We've went over this. A million times. Yeah. And we've a million went over times. This. Yeah. So right now, give me John Morant by availability and it factor because I really think that this guy, he's trying to be a perennial all-star scoring 28 a night and having Memphis and having Memphis in the top three, four in the West eventually. Like that's what he wants to do. So I'll take that. Let me, let me give you what, what what my best things about the NBA being back. You don't got to worry about shit being on TV. You just come back to the crib. Something's on. And the talent is so vast that like you said, you could turn on Cleveland and find something to like. You could Uh turn on Minnesota and find something to like. Man, you, you could even turn on Sacramento and watch Harrison Barnes knock down threes, I guess. Yeah, just don't turn on OKC. No, you but you could you, you, could, watch uh, you could watch SGA. <laughs> SGA. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. So there is it's talent all over the place. But yeah, don't don't and you can watch Lou Dort. Man, that's you, my you guy. love you love Lou Dort. I, dog, that's he's my sun, dog. He's a sun devil. Dude, you know what I would do to have Lou Dort <laughs> on the Bulls? How many I, minutes would Lou oh Dort play God. for Tom Thibodeau? 48. <laughs> 48. Dort. Dort. <laughs> 48. And, he, and off of principle, he would let Dort get up like 15 shots. Yeah. Just because he was playing 48 and playing so much D. Like, yeah, go ahead, guys, Lou. Guys, Lou needs to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, man, I love Lou Dort. I wish he was on the Bulls. There's guys around the league where you see I'm like, man, I wish he was on the Bulls, and he is one of them. Yeah, like I wish Lou Dort was on the Bulls. Put put Caruso, Lou Dort out there. Lazo Ball, Javante Green. What? <laughs> Man, nobody's scoring no buckets. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I fuck with Lou Dort. So that's the that's the best thing. And yo, I tweeted this out too. The best part of League Pass that's a sleeper that no one talks about, or obviously nobody <laughs> talks about, is you get the. Dumb. The Jumbotron stream from the game. You don't get the commercials. No, you get to see what's happening the in game action. Like the like who who does the, who does the best in between breaks? Yeah, who's shooting bro. up the, the t-shirt cannons? The <laughs> all that. Some of these stadiums go all out. Yo, how come the UC doesn't have a DJ? I, I thought they you, did sometimes. Do they? Okay, some of these places like I, I like think it was like, like Cleveland, like... Atlanta. You see the Atlanta games, dog. Atlanta has a full on like section. Up there trying, in the arena. I think they have – I think the Bulls have a DJ, but they might not pump it. I don't know. Oh, I feel like, like, the man's I feel up like there, you like, got to be, like, in the, 
in the Crown Royal Lounge to be okay. getting the DJ or something, maybe. Yeah. But I know what you mean about Atlanta. They're, they're that's just a concert. That's like, just like I'm. Let's go. Like, <laughs> go to the game. Go to Magic City. Like we're yeah. all in. Yeah. Atlanta shit is a concert. Yeah. But yeah, bro. If you got the NBA League Pass, you'll get the fee from inside games. You get the cheer. So like the, I was watching um the the Lakers the other day. I got the Laker girls in the mm-hmm. middle of like the like a TV timeout. I got the Jumbotron at Staples. I was watching uh, Charlotte yesterday. I got, you know, the showing the fans, people sure. saying what's up, all that. It was dope, man. So, yeah, you get the you get the little cool. you get the little in, in season or in game feed, too. And another thing that's cool is you get to pick the different so you can pick the different broadcasts, too. So you get to hear some of these other people calling games so like you listen to Charlotte. Right. You, get, you get Del Curry. Hey! You get Del Curry on there. Uh, you listen to the Knicks, you get Walt Frazier and Mike Breen on there. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you get a lot of a lot of good announcers. So, I'm sure there's people who are listening to Bulls games. Like, damn, this dude Stacey King is is Yo, great. So, our our crew is awesome. By the way, I mean, I, I, yeah, with Adam Amin last year when he came on, I was like, I don't know because I was so used to Neil Funk. Adam Amin is awesome. He's awesome. Does baseball? Does football? Does basketball? He's awesome. Yeah, works perfectly with Stacey. Oh yeah, and like kind of defers to state. Like, let Stacey kind of do his thing. Sure. And Amin, Amin knows his shit, though. Like, I, I appreciate if you're in that role, especially next to guys dynamic and Stacey King, like, it's really on you to know your shit. And I appreciate an announcer who does the research. Like, if you can reference back to games last year or different things about a player, um, I love that. So, yeah, shout out that that Bulls, the Bulls coup is great. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and they keep it. A, just Stacey keeps it a buck. Always too. He's like, dude. He'll tell you when you're playing bad. He'll tell you when yeah. you're playing well. So, like, he was yeah, on Vooch last night. He looked, dude. He looked so bad in the fourth quarter. Let's, hey, let's, let's, wait, wait. Before before we go on the Bulls, can I, can okay. I just give you one thing? Because I got yeah. a couple, I got a couple hot starts, and I just want to know if you think that this these are sustainable. So we don't got to go too deep on these. Okay. But a couple yeah. things that stand out right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, player and team. Julius Randle. 29, 11, and 6, picking up where he left off last year. You were big on the uh, Julius Randle is not going to have the same success. Yeah. Three games in, where are you on Julius Randle? Is that going to sustain? No, he's not going to score 30 points a game. (laughs) Um, But he's such a a double-double machine. He's such a bully. Yeah, it, yeah, his whole his whole body frame, everything about his <laughs> game is bully. Don't want to play fun. against him at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he could maintain a very good year. I thought so. I I would think, you know what it is, bro. I I I love Kimba Walker so much that I just always want him to come out and put up twenty a game and twenty three a game. And yeah, love Kimba. And so I'm like, he's Randall's gonna get less touches and this, that, and the third and. Randall picking up right where he left off. He won't score. That. He won't score twenty nine, but he could score 26. 25, 26, okay. and, and, and eleven. Yeah, and why not? Six dimes. Yeah, why not? All right, another player. So there's a lot of guys playing for the bag right now. Two guys stand out in particular playing for the bag. We talked a little bit about Miles Bridges. Well, actually, real quick, Miles Bridges is sustainable. He's put up like twenty five and ten right now in a contract year. Uh, I think that's sustainable. I don't know about the 10 boards, but he's averaging like eight. I think he's averaging eight and a half boards, something like that. Eight and a half boards? Yeah, it's like eight and a half boards. But if you watch, I want, I'm with you on Charlotte. I want everybody that's listening to go watch Charlotte a couple games if you can in the next couple weeks. (laughs) First of all, I think it's sustainable because they are letting those boys do whatever they want. Let them play. So they're letting them play. Oh, 
at a very, very high clip. They have a lot of scorers. I love exactly. the Ubre signing for them. Yeah, and LaMelo is not trying to score. If you watch him, he like he'll start going on streaks where he's doing heat checks and he'll get yeah. hot and he'll like, okay, let me try to fill it up real quick. But overall, he's gonna try to score 15, 16 points and get a nine, 10 dimes. Yeah. Like and, push and, it. And, and yeah, exactly. And push the break and you know, have fun throwing passes all over the place. But like he's not out there trying to score 23, 24 points. I guess it's not what this is not his game. So I think he look, him and Hayward can score 20 plus, and then I don't see why Bridges couldn't score 25. Like he's like that, and he's aggressive, and he raps. Uh, like and he raps, <laughs> and he raps, and he raps so hard. Like, yeah, Bridges, Bridges could go for twenty five a night. I think when you hear twenty five a night, I think at least me sometimes I still get I'm, I'm my my metaverse. My brain is still back in the day, like twenty five a night. Twenty five a night is is in this day and age doable. Very. Yep, and scary Terry's out currently. Yeah, Bridges, Bridges, Bridges can continue to fill it up however he wants and have fun with it. So yeah, I can scary, I can see that being sustainable at least for the first half. Scary Terry at the game yesterday with the thickest Cuban link chain I've ever seen in my life. Big Scary Terry guys here. All right, last player, De- definitely playing for the bag. He saw his boy, his shooting mate out there in Miami get ninety Uh-oh. million. I don't know he saw Duncan get 90 million. He said, wait, hold on. Hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I need my 90. Averaging right now 23, seven boards, and five assists. Tyler Hero. Yeah, I haven't heard Edder hit us about Hero in a in a yeah. in a week or so. I haven't overrated Hero. Gonna, he hates gonna, Hero, right? Yeah, we're gonna have to follow we're gonna have to follow up with Edder. Edder yeah. will be listening. Yeah. But talk to me about Tyler Hero right yeah. now. Listen, Smallest. let me tell you, I'm a big off the court life situational type of dude. Let me give you what happened with Tyler Hero. He comes in as a rookie, and he's like, I'm a rook. I got to try to make the team, and I'm sure they're on his ass. I'm working out with Jimmy at 5 in the morning. I'm working out with Jimmy at 5 a.m., and I'm hooping, and I'm doing everything I got to do. All I got to do is hoop. And we're in the bubble, and it's the, the, the COVID is running rampant, so all I'm doing is hooping anyway. Massive chip on my shoulder. Massive chip. I'm, I'm hooping. I'm doing my thing. Jimmy, Jimmy's got my back. Jimmy's plugging me. And I found a little confidence to like, man, I can really play with these dudes in the NBA. Second year, Miami might have creeped in a little bit on him. A little bit. He got a little thick ass Spanish joint. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He 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 now he he running with influencers on Instagram. He uh Jack he Harlow made a song about him. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got yeah, exactly. Rappers is making tracks. He's uh he's at the best restaurants. People are recognizing Prime him. One twelve, you know. And all of a sudden, Clevelander. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> and all of a sudden, the game falls off a little bit. Yeah, now he's like, wait, 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 wait. Now it's year three. Do I want to wake up at six on Saturday morning or do I want to stay out on Friday night? Right. Now, <laughs> now exactly. Now we got Spolster probably giving him a little reminder, like, yo, this shit is not given. Yeah. It's not a given you're gonna come out here and just bust people ass. He got engaged to his shorty. So he's mm-hmm. not worried about that part of the life anymore. At least got her right pregnant. Now. Got her pregnant. Got a kid on the way. Straight Jimmy, like, yo. We got a real window here. I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get Kyle uh Kyle Lowry. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go add a couple more dogs that have been talking like dogs in practice. Because that's what Jimmy wants. And now I'm year three, and I saw the uh, – hold on. Duncan. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm way better than Buddy. And he what, Duncan, got, what Duncan pull up in in the offseason? Uh, <laughs> and he got how much? How much? Nah, bro. I'm nah, back in the gym. Hold I'm on. back on my shit, bro. He saw Duncan's new crib. He's like, hold on. This ain't adding up, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ocean so, Drive. How you get over here? <laughs> so the kid already had game. He got a little distracted in year two. He's back locked. They want to make real big noise in the East. Hero wants that bag. Bagger. He's going to be hooping all year, in my opinion. And I like, dude, I like his game. I think he can hoop. So, yeah, hey, and another guy with not as much it factor as John Morant, but very confident. Confidence. Feels like he belongs. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out Tyler Hero. Shout out Tyler Hero, man. I, I, love, I love the breakdown of the year one to year two Tyler Hero because it's all factual. Yeah, like yo, and I, I and I, I don't talk to Tyler Hero. Yeah. I'm just going off how I see life and how it works, and Get I'm, it. I'm, I'm guessing that had a that 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 timeline is possible. Put it yeah, like my, that. Yeah, Miami crept up and said, "Hey, yeah, bienvenido a Miami." Hey. <laughs> He's like, "What? That was no, great. Facts. facts." All right, and I'll just give you three teams real quick: Wizards two and one, Hornets three and one, Wolves two and one. Who's sustainable here? Yo, honestly, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. The Wizards are going to be a solid basketball team. I think the Spencer Dinwiddie addition is very major. Uh, I don't know the details with this Beal and vaccination shit and when he can play and when he can't. Well, you can but- still get COVID. He, he wants to know why. That's the status. <laughs> but but I know that they – Huchamora, I love. I, if, out of, yeah, out of those three, give me, uh, give me Washington. Dinwiddie – is a man, he was on the Bulls roster, and the Good guard best. packs just have no fucking vision whatsoever. Good basketball. So, you got them over the Hornets. I mean, it's the same basket, right? Like, yeah. they all those teams in the East are in the same basket gotcha. the Pacers, Charlotte, Washington. Give me Washington by a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, speaking of hot stars, should lead right into our next conversation. I mean, four let's, let's talk about the boys. Four and no, undefeated. Four and no. Dodged a bullet last night. We're up big. Uh, obviously, you're playing against a tough. So we know this, right? First off, here on the No Catch-Up Podcast, we've been telling you all about we, we're big Nick Nurse guys and Eric Spolster guys. You're, you've been talking Nick Nurse for a long time, going back to that, uh, that championship run before they won. They're like, yo, this guy's just a different level of coach as far as the type of things that he's putting out there. He what understands what's going on. He understands look, what he's looking at. And then you look at their roster, a roster full of dogs out there in Toronto. Another team I'm going to start checking out on League Pass. I forgot about Fred Van Vliet. Forgive Apparently, me. Fred Van Vliet is a, is a passer now. 17 so, dimes. He can get his hammer one at Rockford's <laughs> finest. Fred, uh, Fred's addition now. So OG, OG Ananobi killing us in the fourth quarter. I don't know yeah. where this guy came from, but scrappy, very, very scrappy team. Uh, missing some of their best players. Missing Siakam. One move, Pascal. Uh, spin move, Pascal. But scrappy game, nonetheless, still came away with the victory. Vooch on a prayer last night, defensive at the end of the game, yeah. um, stopped the Fred Fleet three. But where are you at with the 4-0 and Bulls, man? Talk to me about this team. I'm excited, you- bro. Honestly, it's, it's what – it just shows what it looks like when you put actual basketball players on the floor. 
That was the big thing for me. My initial thought when we got DeRozan was, how are we? How are him and Zach gonna play together? And then I was like, hold on, Sean, let me step back, step back for a second. We were just complaining about not having any hoopers running out. We've been watching all types of dudes the last five years. Let's just okay. Most of them not even in the league anymore. It's funny how many guys that we had in our roster the last few years that are out the league. Yeah, literally not on a roster. Hutchinson, Felicio, Archidakino, all those guys out of the league, not being paid to play basketball. Yo, Archidakino, Luke Cornette. Archie Diakono was getting big minutes, bro. Big he was, minutes. He, he got playing extension. 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's just, I was like, let me step back a second and chill and just enjoy that we have actual ball players on the team. So I'm excited, man. Listen, I will say this. I'm very excited. They look extreme. Remember how worried we were about D? Yeah. And, I mean, the front court D is still a question. The rim protection is still a question. It's non-existent. But the back court? No. <laughs> Those boys, they, like, forget about the rim protection. They're having a hard time getting by the back court where we even got to worry about the rim protection because Caruso, Zoe, all those guys are all over the place. Even Zach's playing much better defense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of those things where – he has so much help around him. He looks like a better defender. Yeah. He's not caught on islands. And even when he gets beat, he's getting help. The rotation is there. So that's what, that's all that shit comes together. They're playing right? the passing lanes crazy. Deflecting Yo, everything. Deflecting everything. 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 Caruso is uh, everywhere. No, because I was, when I was watching even the Pelicans game, because I had the Vucevic over uh, 15 and a half points prop. I couldn't tell you how many times they tried to get entry into Valanciunas on the block and flat out couldn't get the entry because balls were getting tipped. Like there's always a hand up. Valanciunas professional hooper, by the I way. I don't and Stacy, by the way, brings up Lonzo being 6'6 every single 15 minutes. Yeah. But it's valid it. because it translates. It tra like I think people are forgetting this dude is six six. Six six like, with long to, arms. They're trying to throw balls over a dude that's six six, like he's yeah. six two, six three, and he's and he's clipping it, tapping it, whatever. Um, so I'm very excited. He's I, been a revelation defensively. He's like, been I, a revelation, I, I, period. Both both sides of the floor, like his ability to push the ball and all that, which we knew he could do. Um, and we I'd heard that he was a solid defender, but man, defensively, like the difference between him out there at the point of attack versus Whoever we've had the last few years, whether it's it's fucking who's the guy, uh, Sadoransky, Kobe no. White, any of these guys, right? He's just. Do you know how down bad we were that Sadoransky we we had to pick up, and there was media members writing articles that how good of how yeah, big Sato a massive was, pickup yeah. this was. Yeah, that's awful. how down bad the that's, Bulls that's were. That's how bad. That's how they bad were, we were. They were selling us Sadoransky that he was. Um, Whatever, whatever. The answer to our point guard question. It's like, oh, yeah, if you look at his sample size in Washington, like when he played, if you take it over for his per 38, it's like, no, nah, this dude sucks. Yeah, give me um, yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. So, yeah, Lonzo his, out his there. His just... field goal percentage, like, listen, bro, this dude this dude passes up layups, and he gets locked up, and he'll have a yeah. nice pass here and there. But, yeah, yeah go so ahead. The, 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 how aggressive they are on defense, like, all that to me, it starts with Lonzo Ball. Like, he, he, he doesn't say shit. It's not like he's out there screaming on the he court. He doesn't say but anything. he's all <laughs> over the place, man. Like, he's just hyperactive, super aggressive. You could tell he likes playing with this roster. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great point with the defense. Like, defensively, this team is is awesome.
Yeah, no, it's fun to watch. The transition is the favorite part of it for me. Oh, yeah, I love it. They they try to get out and run. And listen, this guy, Zach Levine, I am he he makes so many difficult jump shots that I'm starting to think that they're just not difficult jump shots for him anymore. Like step back, fall away, long twos from the corner. I'm like, maybe that isn't a bad as bad a shot as I think it is. Kendall Gill said he's the best difficult shot maker in the NBA. I, dude, I, th- I, th- I think he's right there. Yeah. He takes a lot of difficult shots, and they're and they're cash a lot yeah. of the time, bro. Yeah. So, well, And with this year, the crazy thing, and one of the things that really sticks out, and you've seen it the last two games, when he struggles in the beginning of the game, it's not like, oh, we're toast. You know what I mean? Like the last couple yeah. of years, if Zach struggles in the first quarter, the game is over, right? Like no one else is bringing us back. But now with DeMar – with Zoe, with some of these other guys that you're getting contributions from, Caruso, whoever it might be, like the offense continues to move even if Zach is not involved. And like that's huge. Like the offense didn't move at all. It, it, it really like makes you realize how bad it has been the last couple of years seeing our offense move like this this year, right? Yeah. Like you really like, damn, this is what it's supposed to look like. Man, we're getting easy buckets. Man, we can go up by 20 on people. Man, we can score in transition. Man, we have a point guard who knows the right decision to make, who is at least is trying to push the pace. It's not just some free-for-all when we get the ball back. We're not dealing with the indecisive Kobe White, who's not a point guard. Like, man, this guy's Zoe. Like, and again, Zoe's assist numbers aren't, like, through the roof, but it's hockey assists. It's, it's pushing it. It's getting guys in position. Hockey it's guys, assist is a great way to it's, put it. Someone gets the board or gets the steal or plays one of those passing lanes, and everybody is turning around and running to their spot because they know that the ball has a chance of getting to them and they have a chance of making it happen. Even some of these Alizé Johnsons, Javante Green type guys who are essentially just rim runners, like, yo, they're, they're getting in position. They're catching oops. Zach is catching oops, right? Like, Zach was never catching oops before. He's a fucking, has a 48-inch vertical. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I know a big, also because I'm also a big guy of like, let's, Let's pipe down a little bit. We just played the Pelicans. We just played Detroit twice. We somehow got Detroit twice yeah. in the first four games of the year. And then we play. Scrappy but untalented. Rock, rock a sc- exactly right. A scrappy, a, a very well coached, no player Toronto Raptors team. Yeah. So I'm excited to see us play the Knicks on Thursday. Because, yo, listen to the, the, hey, the next six games is Knicks, Jazz, Celtics, Celtics are whack, but they got they got some bucket getters. They do, and I don't know if that's and I, and I think that's in Boston. I'm pretty sure. So, and I'm, I want to get to that as well. Um, the Sixers twice, and then we got the Nets. Yeah. So, I know we're we're beating up a lot of these a lot of these weak squads, which which we're supposed to, but we didn't beat it. We didn't close the game last night against the Raptors. Not at all. Um. So, and that leads me to this point. But you have confidence going in those games because you're 4-0. Sure, sure. You're coming and, off wins. Yo, and Vucevic hasn't started the season yet. Not at all. I don't so, know what he, I don't know what he's doing on either end of the floor right now. What do you think? Before I get into what I was going to say, what do you think that's about? Do you think it's just him trying to get acquainted, or him feeling pressed to try was, to get I was, buckets? I was thinking about or, it last last night, and I I don't I don't want to like overanalyze it. I think it could be as simple as a shooter who starts off the season on a slump. Right, like, because yeah. he's missing, he's missing these little. It's I said it yesterday in the group message. It's, it's a lack of touch, 
You know what I mean? These little floaters or these little things where he, that would normally bounce in. He's just yeah. not getting his bounces, right? Not, and you yeah, got to assume getting... his body of work in the National Basketball Association tells you that he will get those bounces. Like, I don't think it's a physical thing. I don't think it's a mental thing. I think he's just in a slump these first few games. And if I'm him, I'm just working on touch shit by the basket, little finishes, jump hooks, whatever it is, just to make it a little bit easier. Um, I think that he's trying to make up for it by shooting a ton of threes. Yeah. Um, but like if That's there was a three he shot yesterday, right? Yeah, there, there was a three he shot yesterday where I'm just like, nah, dude, just go go fucking back down there. Like that's what you do. Get it how you live down there. Um, and again, just work on the touch shit. So I'm assuming they got him by the basket right now. Again, just doing turnarounds, tip ins, little things like that that should normally fall for him. He just got to get his rhythm back. So I just think he's out of rhythm, just like a shooter could start the season slumping. Yeah, I want to read this quote from Demar Derozan. And I quote, part of the reason why I chose to come to Chicago was everyone was eager to be successful, to want to win, DeRozan said after Monday night. Everyone had a chip on their shoulder, from the city to the organization to the players that I spoke to. That was everybody's mindset. It's all about winning now. We're not in a development stage. We want to win right now. Absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So DeMar, DeMar's locked, and uh, he, was, he was knocking down he was knocking down threes yesterday in Toronto, which was, which uh, was, was fun aggressive. to see, too. He's aggressive, he's aggressive, man. He's very aggressive. And Stacey said it yesterday. He's a professional scorer of the basketball. He just knows he's – yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just like, yeah, I can score. So that's Yeah, I can score. Up. I've been scoring for a long time. Yeah. This is nothing to me. I like his demeanor, too. Like, yeah, he is a, cool. a very cool, calm – Give me the ball. And I like how when, when shit's not going right, he just goes ice hey, on that let me, like, I can score. Let me ask you this. Is that whole is that whole five too cool? Like, if they got in a dogfight and people are getting in motherfuckers' face in the playoffs. Yeah, like for, have let, that like, guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this. this and, and I might be getting ahead of myself or whatever, but I think it's interesting because you brought it up. Lonzo Ball is the, cool, the coolest motherfucker in the league. He doesn't even yeah. say shit. He just goes out and plays, right? He doesn't say a word. Zach Levine, cool, doesn't say too much. DeMar DeRozan doesn't say anything. Vucevic doesn't say anything. Pat Williams doesn't fucking Certainly say anything. Certainly doesn't say anything. Certainly <laughs> doesn't say anything, right? So, like, I'm interested to see. They get out there against the Atlanta Hawks. And, and Trey is talking to people. And um, John, what's my, I'm tweaking on his last name. John Collins. John Collins is talking to motherfuckers. Got like, million. yeah, like, exactly. I think that'll be. <laughs> Down the road, when shit gets really gutter, it'll be interesting. Or they to play see like a Miami. Effect. You play yeah, a Miami exactly. a team that's so mentally tough and, and understands like, your demeanor and is going to 100% try to take advantage of that. And they got Jimmy out there with no haircut, Kyle out there with no haircut. Right. Will that, will that you know get I mean? under yeah. their skin a little bit? For sure. You don't have you know that I mean? guy. You don't have that guy who's like, come on, we need it. We need will to, that, let's do this. Yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll be interested to see if that gets under their skin a little bit, but we'll see that. We'll see about that down the road. Maybe Caruso can be that guy. I mean, he's come, he's, he's won a championship. He's been sure. around those Lakers guy. He seems like he might have a little bit of an edge to him. He's still but a I, second team guy though. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he, he but he'll be he closed the game last night. He's gonna night. play a lot of minutes. He's gonna play a lot of minutes. Yeah, Donovan. Yeah. That's the guy. Billy Donovan is gonna look at him and be like, "Who can I trust?" And that's a guy who down the stretch he's gonna trust. Yeah. So he might not start, but he's gonna be closing. Man, we already at fifty minutes talking NBA. Me and Quick could talk about NBA for hours at a time. Love but the association. I want to really quick on the Bulls, and then we'll get into this NFL so we can get you out of here for your meeting. This worries me a bit. They are. The, I'm gonna tell you this right now, guys. The Bulls at home are going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Oh. They are not going to lose very many games at home. I'm rocking. talking about 
10, 11 games at home they're going to lose. They get spooky on the road. Like, if you go, go look at the first four games. The same Detroit team we played at home, we literally blew their doors off. It looked like a fucking scrimmage. Yeah. We played that same team to open the season at Detroit, and it was a very even match. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Like, we were grinding. Then we go home, we blow their doors off. Then we get uh, the Pelicans at home, blow their doors off, another scrimmage. And then we go to Toronto, who is a very – it's going to be a below 500 team. And a tough place to play. Look, tough I was watching last I, night. I'm like, that Toronto crowd is always, always rocking. Like, yeah. always rocking. I'll give 100%. them that. Tough I, I, place to play. I get that. And one thing I did like about the game last night was it wasn't like the Bulls went on a crazy run. And blue and, and all of a sudden we're up twenty. It was like they were up six, they yeah. were up nine, they were up yeah. twelve, they were up slow. sixteen, yeah, and then they were up to like twenty one. Right. So it's like it was just a slow grind. But that's that fourth quarter was spooky, bro. It was loud. They were starting to collapse a little bit. On, oh, didn't really know what to do with the rock. But I'm a little nervous about them being on the road. I think as the season goes on and, you know, they get more games together, it'll be better. But that's that's the only the only negative I could say about the Bulls right now is that I want to see how – because, like, bro, go on the road, go to Madison Square Garden, go to Philly, go to Philly. Like, it's going to be really, really tough. So, we'll see. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the NFL. But, hey, they're 4-0. They're 4-0, baby. Yeah, and we got hey, to be. And we got the Knicks at home. <laughs> Should be a nationally televised game. It's not, but that's another story. Yeah, I don't Thursday, understand. Yeah, if you're the NBA, what a miss. Yeah, it's a big miss. Two, the two of the three largest media markets that yeah. you have, two storied franchises like that game needs to be on the primetime shit. I'm going to try to sneak in the building on Thursday. I'll, I'll let you know how – if I can yeah, find us me, a good deal. Let I'll me know you. if you can find a ticket that's that's partially – but you know what, man? I'm so spoiled by that court that near courtside experiences that we've had. No, dude. Whether it's, it's the WNBA game or the NBA game, it's like, yeah, I can't bad. go back to Gen Pop. I need to be by the action. It's bad. I know Bro. I know exactly what you're saying. So, yeah. um, all right, let's get into the NFL. Week eight, man. Seven weeks in the books. Week eight starts uh, Thursday with a big, big matchup. Green Bay is at Arizona. I love Arizona in that spot, by the way. No Devontae Adams. Every, you know, it goes without saying that I love Arizona <laughs> in every spot. And, and Nick, we'll Nick the Quick loves the Cardinals. So, every week, uh, hey. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I, I feel that. I feel that. But let's get into the NFL. And the power rankings are out. Before I give this, is we're going to go off the ESPN power rankings because they're the worldwide leader. So we'll we'll go off their power rankings and see what they're talking about. But if you had to give me the top five, make it the top six. Well, five plus one. If you had to give me your top five teams in the NFL, where are you leaning in order? Starting at number five, give me five to one going up. Or if that's too confusing, just give me five. <laughs> no, I could give you, I'll probably say. And then we could talk about what ESPN's got and then we'll go through it. But man, who's your, who's your fifth best team in the league right now? I will go with, uh, no, 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 no. I'll go with Baltimore. Okay. Not a great, not a great showing last week, but I still think overall Baltimore knows. I like teams that know what they want to do. Yeah, I love teams that know what they want to do, and I think that they know exactly what they want to do. So I'd go Baltimore. Sure. I'd go Buffalo. I'd go Buffalo at four. 
Actually, I'll go Baltimore. I'll go Green Bay. I'll go. I'll put you on the spot. Rams, Bucks, Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. So ESPN has the Cardinals at one, the Bucks at two, the Rams at three, the Packers at four, the Buffalo Bills at five, Dallas at six, and they have Baltimore at eight behind Cincinnati. Cincinnati's up there at seven now. Yeah, I think Dallas is better than Buffalo. I mean, but yeah. You think so? Who do Buffalo lose to? Buffalo's they lost. They lost the and... opening game to Miami. Yeah, it's a fluke. And then uh they didn't they just lose the other day? Right before their bye week, they lost who the uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's good too. Um yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's hard to say. Yeah. Okay. So wait, give me that again. So it's Arizona, Tampa. The Rams, um, Green Bay, and Buffalo, and then Dallas at six. Let me jump in. Let's go. Let's go top to bottom. I do want to talk about NFC Dallas. The NFC is loaded up. Yeah. The whole league is kind of loaded, honestly. But the uh, the NFC is stacked. Dallas is five and one. They, dog. Dak Prescott throws the ball fifty fucking times a game. Oh, they, yeah, they lost was that Bucks game week one in yeah. Tampa Bay ring ceremony. Like yeah. yeah, and they and they had and they were right there to win. And they were right there on that one. Yep. So they can put it up with the best of them easily. Like for real, for real. Easily. This, uh, I was big on CD Lamb earlier in the year. So the only reason I would have them at six or where they are is because they are very similar to Buffalo to me, but Buffalo has a better defense. So, like, if, if they play heads up, I just think Buffalo, for example, say they play in the Super Bowl, I think Buffalo just gets more stops than them. And then really? they, they they both put up just as many points. Cowboys defense is much improved. It's much improved, but it's still, I don't, so is Buffalo's. True. So, it, you're splitting hairs. That would be a fun Super Bowl. That would be a really Bills Cowboys taking back to our childhood, baby. Yeah, Bills Thurman Cowboys. Thomas, Jim Kelly, Troy yeah. Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Moose Johnson, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. those guys, all those boys. Yeah, Marv, Marv Levy. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not mad at that. Buffalo does have a couple t- like that first L to Miami was just like I mean you could write it off I guess. Nah, but you got to win games like that, Miami's I just think, trash. dude. I just think that dog the way the NFL is structured. You gotta go get that home field. Like this yeah. shit is very important. hundred percent. You're gonna give me a bye, and then I only have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl, and I don't have to leave my fucking house. Yeah. Like, sign me up for that. And you're gonna Easy. bring you're gonna bring dudes into a hostile territory in Buffalo. Where like, is the Super Bowl this year? Uh, SoFi, I believe. Is it SoFi? Okay. Yeah, SoFi, I believe. So. That's my biggest thing, man. If you uh, if you're gonna if you if you're gonna get the number one seed, I how about this? This is what I'll say. Whoever the the number one seed, I think the number one seeds play in the play uh, play in the Super Bowl. Okay, like it's one of those things this year. I think if you get if you get Green Bay at Lambeau, they're going to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, and no one wants to go play playoff games that, there. That, yeah, that's the that's the big thing too about uh, what's happened to Aaron Rodgers and those guys last. Like he had to go to San Francisco, and didn't well they lost at home last year, didn't they? Yeah, I can't remember who they played, but who they play last year? They played uh, the Bucks. 
Yeah. The, okay. They, okay. So then they lost. To, they lost to Tom Brady at the crib. But yeah. like before that, they had to go to San Francisco, and they've been getting the NFC Champ games. But man, if you could, they're going to shoot a winning percentage if they're playing all those games at Lambeau. So I like whoever gets the the, the one to to take care of business. Yo, the t- yeah. Put it like this: the top, the top, the top four teams on the power rankings are all NFC. Yeah. So it's loaded up. So where are you on Arizona? I mean, they're seven and zero, obviously, right? And I, I think they're a seven and zero that at least go last couple of weeks. No one really wanted to necessarily believe in it, but I mean, they just keep winning. And granted, no, and they, they, and, they and, played Washington. Was it Washington this week? They no, they just played the Browns. Was it the Browns? They just bust the Browns' ass. I thought it was, or was that thought two they, weeks ago. No, they played. Weeks, uh, they played, I thought they played, they played the, the Texans. They played the, the Texans. Texans, Texans yes, yeah, so a, a trash team. Yeah, but. They've just been killing folks, man. And Kyler Murray is the MVP right now. Listen, I seem to remember someone someone saying that Kyler Murray had good MVP value on this podcast. I don't remember when that happened, but yeah. we need to find that clip. Uh, do you have a ticket? Uh, no, I do not. But we <laughs> talked about it. I should have. I should have. But did I even say I was like, "Yo, he's the type of guy who would win MVP"? Yeah, I mean, I, dude. I literally said I was like, "Yo, he's yeah." He, I would not be surprised. And you were like, "No, Kingsbury's gonna fuck that up." Well, I just didn't think they, they dude. They're gonna win fucking thirteen games, fourteen yeah, absolutely. games. Absolutely, yeah. So like, and Russ getting hurt. What a blessing for them. Yeah, for real. So Takes I wasn't out a expecting huge that. division rival. Yeah. So Arizona being at number one of the power rankings is a gimme. I'm a believer. They can just score. They're very scary on the offensive side of the ball, and they and they get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. So simple, simple. Those two things, and when everything breaks down and everything is dust, K one. This is the thing, bro. Forget about K. Forget about K one running around, breaking off, and then going around the corner and picking up twelve. How about just getting out of the, getting out of a sack and throwing the ball out of bounds? Like that's the shit that, like, oh, Kyler hasn't been rushing the ball that well. Dog, his feet have. Uh, he gets out of so many situations that would be otherwise a negative play for him on offense or that team on offense that it might as well have been a twelve yard pickup. Well, I think he's the best combo of runner thrower that we may have ever seen. I I I, I don't know if I could. You know, know what I mean? Like, because yeah. it's uh, it's like you still pick apart shit. Obviously, Lamar is a better runner, right? But he can't throw like Kyler. Um, so I think when you you're able to kind of pick apart other things with some of these guys, and there's guys who can move, but they can't run like Kyler. But he is elite level runner, right? When he needs to, and I think him being small actually ends up helping him out because you can't tackle him because he just ducks his head. And now you're trying to tackle something that's like five five. Yeah, and these guys, you know, guys don't go low anymore. Everything is high. And but then when he throws the ball, he's he's dangerously accurate. Like, isn't he complete like 75% of his passes or something? Like his numbers this year are absolutely insane. They're yeah. insane. Like the, the numbers that he's putting up, yeah, he's completing 67% of his pass. Oh, that's for career. Seven, 74% of his passes this What's year. What's his whole line? Uh 17 touchdowns, five picks, two thousand yards passing, 74% completion. Um, I don't think he's ran that much this year. No, like, he hasn't. That's yeah, what I was he saying. Hasn't, he hasn't ran a ton this year. Um, I'll have to look that up. But just 74% of his passes with 17 touchdowns. Forget Dude, about I, it. And that Ertz pickup is nice. Very nice. Another like, guy that can play. Only 126 another, yards on the ground, but three touchdowns. Another guy that's been kind of buried out in Philly, ready yeah. to get out of there, 
like a, the fuck like, out of almost here. like JJ Watt. Yeah, but yeah, man, I really like their team. I, Went I, out and I grabbed like, D Hop last year when he was available. Too. Great move, stupid by Houston. I'm so glad. I'm so happy for Hopkins that he got out of there. Yeah, for sure. That's such a big. That's such a massive W for him. For such a, and he's a good dude too. Like yeah. I fuck with D Hop very, very heavy. Absolutely. So I'm happy to see him get out of there. Th- this game coming up Thursday is gonna Man. be. I, dude, I think they bust the Packers' ass. I think so too. I'm not even like I'm no no funny. It's, is shit. it in Arizona? Yep, short week yeah. at home. You don't want to go up. I've been telling you for years. You don't. No one likes going to play out there. So I think guys go out there and kick it during the week. If you want to be honest, I think there's a little Miami thing to it. It's kind of Scott, Scottsdale is, is very tempting. I don't know what happens though, but people go out there and they have a tough time playing, and they always have. Yeah, and I honestly, I <laughs> I hate saying this out loud because I feel like I say it every year, but it kind of shows itself in the playoffs. The Packers aren't that elite. Like, they're like a middle-tier team, I feel like, that Aaron Rodgers is just dragging. A middle-tier team with a fucking superhero. Exactly. exactly. And they have two They have two elite players that happen to play, like, together in Rodgers and Adams, right? Like, yep. those, are, those are two hyper-elite players. The rest of the roster is very mid. But if you and if and we're watching, we're watching the Packers all the time. Yeah. Look at their W's. First of all, I had I had Washington in the pick'em. They had three red they had three red zone drives with no points. <laughs> Zero. They turned the ball over. That that did you watch that game? Yeah, I, I oh, had God. Washington. Washington was turning the ball over left and right. God. I've never seen them throwing picks, fumbling, fucking not converting on the short yardage touchdown. Like I've I've never seen a team. Jag in the red zone like the skin. I had I had Washington plus nine and a half in the pick'em, yeah, and I'm just ugly. just give me a fucking field goal. <laughs> two of these, get just some don't points down don't there. get no points three fucking yeah, times. It was so, terrible. So look, so they win that game twenty four ten. Looks like a it looks you you look at you pick up your newspaper on Monday morning. You're like, oh yeah, Packers win by two touchdowns again. Hold the hold Washington to ten points, and that's not the fucking case. Go back and watch the game. They easily, that game could have been tied or Washington could have won it. it. It was a lot closer than that. Go back to the Pittsburgh game. They get a, an egregious blocked punt offsides or blocked field goal offsides call. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Minka Fitzpatrick jumps off the line. Hold on. I got to plug in my computer real quick. Minka Fitzpatrick gets off the line. Clean, blocks the field goal, takes it back for a touchdown. They call it back. That game was tighter. That game ended up being a 10-point win, and that game was tighter. Ben Roethlisberger missed a bunch of wide-open throws. Go back to the Bears game. The Bears are fucking garbage. Okay? The Bears are whack. They came out inspired on D. We're getting to Rodgers. That's also another thing. The Packers' offensive line is sus. Offensive line is brutal. So they get a couple calls. Aaron's running where, for his life. Where we had a free play that they just didn't. It was off offsides. They didn't call off field throws and interception. We were going. We were like in Packer territory. So there's like a lot of things that I think are very, very interesting about. They've been seen to be catching a lot of breaks. And I've said that for like two years. But it's true. And 
I'm looking at them going in to Arizona on a short week, missing their best weapon. Man, sign me up for the Cardinals all day long on Thursday. So we'll see. All right. Anything else on the NFL you got? Oh, I do want to talk about NFL MVP. You want to hear my dilemma? Yeah, let's hear your dilemma. Okay. So I got a free bet before the year. I bet Josh Allen to win MVP <clears throat> at plus 1200. Josh Allen is currently the favorite in some spots, depends on where you look at like plus 400. I have another free bet. I'm going to I think I'm going to put it on Dak or Kyler. Okay, how about this? This is my question for you. I already have a Josh Allen MVP ticket in my pocket. I'm good there. Mm-hmm. The other two favorites, the other three guys that can possibly win MVP, the only three guys, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. Now, if I, I think Roger, I think Rogers has dark horse MVP potential, he, but sure, he's not going back to back. They won't let so? him. No, okay. not not because the 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 talent's going to be too 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 tough up top, in my opinion. If I had to take of those three guys. Say I had to bet one just to try to get some more head, like, you know, some more leverage. Like, yeah, okay. So I, cause I have, I have Allen at plus 1200, hundred, the hundred is going to pay 1200 bucks or, and I, and I, and I could try to hedge on Kyler and uh, Dak or, or, or Brady. Who would you take if you had to make a bet to try to, to try to cover off on some of the L's that I may take on the Josh Allen side out of Kyler Dak and Tom, who would you take? Who would you Dak. who would you bet? Dak. Dak. Why? I, I think because they they play in such a weak division that they're just going to keep winning ball games. He plays for the Cowboys. It's going to be front of mind. It's going to be talked about all the time. Cardinals are seven and zero. Yeah, I get it, but people still still talk more about Dak. It, it, so much of this is narrative based, and you could turn on the Cardinals could be seventeen and zero. There's still going to be more coverage on the Cowboys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you look at Dak's number, 73% of his passes completed, 115 passer rating, 16 touchdowns against four picks. Their offense is super explosive. Like, I think they he is less likely to have a bad game than Kyler Murray is, right? And you know, like, a bad game throws off all the momentum. Like, there was Lamar momentum before last weekend, right? A lot of Lamar Jackson for MVP momentum. He's playing better than his MVP year. He's more efficient. One bad game throws it off. I just think you're more likely to see a Cardinals bad game than you are a Cowboys bad game at this point. Yeah. Because they're they're just automatic. They just push a button and he's throwing for 500 yards and three touchdowns. Um, so I, I would – and it's not by much, but gun to my head, that's who I could see. I think with Tom, look, if they keep winning, I don't know I, what dude, those last two games spot. look like at the end of the year. Like how much – if you're Arians, it's like, man, do we – Kind of pull oh, back a little bit. He might get some rest. He might get some rest, especially with that extra game. I get that. I get he's like been defeating Father Time for 25 years now, but eventually it's like, okay, like if we're fucking 15 and one or 14 and two, like is he playing in week 17? How much is he playing in week 17? Um, so yeah, I, I just think that Dak is probably your safest one. I would I, I, zero surprise if Dak wins the MVP. The only thing I say about that is Brady, they're going to be trying to get that one seed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I, 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 like that's going to go down to the wire. Sure. I just we we just talked about the top four teams in the especially NFC. the NFC. Yeah, Are the, um, I just like the de- I like the Dak pick. Okay, I just I feel th- like there's a lot of momentum already there, and like it, it's 
Yeah. I think I'm going to try you know to what? cover it's off never who it, And it's never who it looks like it's going to be in week seven. Remember, Russell Wilson was the MVP for the first 10 weeks of the year last year. Then yeah. he fell off a cliff. My. So with Ky- Kyler would have to sustain this level for another 10 weeks. And I just think Dak is more likely to kind of keep it humming than Yo, than do me is. a favor. Pull up, pull up the rest of the Cardinals schedule. I want to see what that looks like. Because they still have to play the Rams another because, time, right? Because... They haven't played the Rams. Yet? It's going to be hard not to give Kyler Murray the fucking MVP. They win 15 games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so they 14 got the, games. It goes Packers, Niners, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> at home, too. Rams, Lions, Colts, Cowboys. January 2nd, Cowboys, Cardinals. Wow. And then they close off with the Seahawks. So their schedule's actually not. I mean, they got the Cowboys, the Rams. It, it and, gets a little tougher, though. Cowboys and the Rams are two tough games for them. And that Niners game could be tricky because it's it's a candlestick. Hey, shout out shout out uh Jason Stevens in the comments that I got Murray in there for MVP at plus two thousand. Thanks, Nick. See, I told hey, <laughs> hey, I told the people early. It was plus two thousand. I was there like, you yo, go. that's some good value on Kyler Murray. So yeah, shout out Jason, man. I hope you cash that in big time, man. Yeah, man. So yeah. I think to cover off, I'm gonna try to get some money on Murray and I'm gonna try to get some money on Dak. And just hope that Brady doesn't go ballistic. I think you're safe there. And burn up all three of my tickets. If I have those three guys, I should eh, I should I should hit one of those. So is it crazy? And I know I mean like at this point, you know, you don't have to talk about it anymore. But like this guy is 44 years old. Dog, you realize that it's 21 touchdowns. No, you 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 realize that Rogers is 37. Yeah, and Brady's seven years older than him. Like, think about that. That's crazy. So that means, dude, Rodgers could be around for that much longer. I don't think he hit. He's not Brady. The Brady shit is like, I don't eat said, fucking. Said, I don't eat Brady. I don't Brady eat green eat. food because it, 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 it inflammates my left calf muscle sometimes. Like they it's, said, it's on next they level. Brady drinking three gallons of water a day. Yeah. Like, look <laughs> at him. He looks. He looks younger. He does look good, man. I can't hold you. <laughs> like he looks. Like he look at him. I can't like, hold yo, you. The way he walks, he just walks in. He looks like the, the, the skinniness. Like yo, man. Like a man yo, doesn't but, look old. Yo, no funny shit. I'm a quarterback in the league. I'm hollering at fam. Yeah. What are you doing? Yo, give me the whole. T- I need the whole regimen, bro. He's been hurt one time in his career, and it was a it was a freak ACL. It was a freak ACL. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it wasn't like some other. It was he. Yeah, someone, someone landed ran on into his, his, shit. his front leg. Uh, yeah. Landed on his shit. That's it. So, yeah, man, sign me up. Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, and maybe maybe Tom won't tell him, but I would try my very best to get exactly what he's got going on. Yeah, what he got going on? Because he he looks fresh. He's not taking no hits. Well, and he's getting better. Like that's the thing. Like I thought that when he initially went out to Tampa, I was like, okay, he's gonna be like. It's not going to be the same because he's been operating comfort for 20 years. Like, we talked about that, right? Wrong. You know Great what the most – last year. Comes in yep. this year, and he's, it's it's better. The most impressive thing for me is, do you remember how Drew Brees' arm just turned to dust? Yeah. Just jello? Yeah. Never, it was he, gone. My, yo, he literally – He literally couldn't throw the ball 15 yards. Yeah. Peyton Manning, arm turned – It was all. It was always pretty much mush. Yeah. But now it turned into dust. <laughs> it was Peyton Manning always beat you with his mind and knew yeah, where to go mind. with the ball. Yeah, he never threw a spiral. In do his you life. Re- do you remember how early Peyton Manning would let go of some of these balls? Yeah, he would throw like like corner routes, 
so early it would look like it was like, what is he doing? He was never physically intimidating. He was yeah, never the deepest no. ball. Never threw a spiral. Literally never threw a spiral. So that's the other thing, man. I look at Tom, and the way the ball comes out of his hand is there's still a lot of velocity on it. He's not throwing fucking screens and shit. He's going down the seam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so, crazy. Yeah, man. It, it's crazy. It's, and it's, it seems like it could go on for – it really is going to go on until he's like, yeah, no, I'm good. 47, 48. If he wants to. Hey, man, there's ultra marathoners out there, 48, 50. Yeah. Like, if he wants to. It goes on until Giselle. He's like, not getting it's, hit, bro. It's until Giselle's like, come home, Tom. I think I think <laughs> he's. I think he already told Giselle, I'll tell he you. Left. and I'll, I'll, Don't worry about it. Like, I'll be back yeah. when I'm – I'll be back That's when fine. I'm back. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back when I'm back. He's like, fine, whatever. <laughs> go play your football. Yeah, exactly. Go play a little game. Go play a little game. I'm, meanwhile, I'm going to I'm gonna run the modeling world. Go ahead, Tom. Go yeah, play go ahead, a little Tom. game. Yeah, Tom's, little Tom's out game, playing Tom. football. It's crazy, she's got, it's crazy she's got more bread than him, and he's Tom Brady. I know. It is funny. I can, I can definitely see her being like, yeah, go play. Oh, yeah, Tom's play. playing Tom's football. Play. Whatever, Tom. Whatever, Tom. Go play some do, football. Do what you have to do. <laughs> I'm going to go shoot for Vogue. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... I love it, man. Um, all right, man. We're gonna leave it there, man. Wait, are we are we talking real quick? Chiefs panic meter because I know oh, you had that yeah, on there. I just want to know where you yeah, where yeah. you are. On I that. completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh really quick. Let's play a little. Let's play a little game of panic. No panic. I wanna I wanna start before we get to the Chiefs. Give me your panic. No panic on Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. Are, are you is it are you panicking at all? And this is no. not this is not some first take shit like panic no panic they they lost the they lost the deal like how are yeah. you feeling on Russ? No, I think this is going to take some time. Obviously, especially for a player like him, I think we talked about this man. Like I I loved their moves. I loved bringing him in. I thought it was a good deal because they needed to bring in some talent and just some guys who can play. Um, I just think he needs to figure out how he fits into this whole thing, and I'm not worried that that's going to happen. Again, I think that he's playing with a guy like LeBron who's such a force and is able to influence people. And I think that once they kind of get a grip on exactly what they want to do, I'm not worried about uh, the Lakers and Russ. I don't think if you're looking for Russ to be 25 a game and average a triple-double again, that's not going to happen. I think the best version of Russ for this team is like that secondary ball handler to LeBron who is able to initiate offense and get his when he needs it but otherwise is able to use his superior passing skills to kind of, you know, move this offense forward. And I think he's just going to have to figure that out. And it might require him to slow down a bit. You know what I mean? It might require him to, again, play a completely different role than what he's used to. I think he's been such like a number one for the past 10 years, really since he stopped playing with KD. Even when he was playing with KD, he was such a number one. And this is just different, man. So he's going to have to realize like, okay, this is what it takes to win. This is the sacrifices I have to make, and I'm not I'm not doubting his ability to make them. He's 15 of 43 on the season. For shooting free throws. Shooting. Free field goals, right? Yeah. Field goals. 35%. He could never shoot. From the floor. I'm not – I'm never – first of all, if you don't know, Brody's my dog. I love Russell Westbrook. So, I, obviously, I think he can still play ball. This is exactly what happened in, in, uh, in Washington last year. He was super slow to get rolling. Yep. I think it's going to be amplified because he's on the Lakers now, and every every little literally every Laker game is a fucking live or die moment. It really is. Reason. It's crazy. Yeah, every game is <laughs> is live or die with the yeah. Lakers. So, but hey, man, they they designed it that way. I mean, it is what it is. They they yeah. are loaded. They got Hall of Famers all over the place. 
They got three. They got three players, four players on the top of the top seventy-five all time. Yeah, on the roster, and one that was snubbed. Wait, and who, Dwight Howard? Uh, who is it Melo? Is it Melo? Is it Mello on there? Oh yeah. And and look, Dwight was snubbed. Yes. Just and go I, back. Hey, and and I you hate, hate Dwight, Dwight. Yeah. but my man won four Defensive Player of the Years. Was absolutely in his prime, a top ten NBA player and a difference maker, and took his team to the final. A team with no business going to the finals to the finals. Like, I don't want to hear it on the Dwight shit. That, that to me, was more crazy than anybody else they left off. Dwight and sure. T-Mac. T-Mac bucket. Even though T-Mac never won anything. But Dwight, to me, like, that's crazy. Yeah. He was yeah, an MVP yeah. candidate for multiple years. So the panic that. meter is not is – not, I'm more concerned – I actually, if you really want to know, I want it to be panic just so I could the, the follow the soap opera all year. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Like, like we we need as, as fans, we need the uh, the twenty two and twenty five Lakers at the break. Absolutely. <laughs> like Absolutely. that shit. That shit would be rocking, and then we could see how they turn it on in the second half. But um, well, if they lose to San Antonio tonight, obviously people are gonna be going crazy. It's gonna be fire Vogel time and all types of crazy. It's shit. In San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting because they I mean they haven't been playing well, like. They could easily lose that game, as far as I'm concerned. So we'll see. So, but the panic meter, nah. Don't panic on Russ Westbrook, man. He a, he's a Hall of Fame player. He'll get going. He'll, he's gonna, you know, what he's, I think he'll. What he's gonna start doing, <laughs> you know, what I think it is. Russell Westbrook hears everyone say he can't shoot it, so he tries to shoot it, to 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 be able to come out and be like, "Fuck you guys! I just went nine of thirteen from the floor, and they were all jumpers." It's a long time to be dying on that hill. But but hey, but <laughs> like, I think but I think that's his attitude. That's yeah, his yeah. attitude, though. You feel me? And yeah. then eventually he gets to the point where he's like, "I'm going to the fucking rack." Yeah, like that's, that's it. What that's what I'm do. doing. I'm going to the basket. I'm a dish. I'm gonna get boards. And because prime Russell Westbrook, and when he was going crazy last year, he was getting rebounds, pushing it up floor, and getting dunks. For sure. And when he wasn't getting dunks, he was hitting. Rui in the corner for a three for an assist, like it, he it, it wasn't he, and then then you saw all of a sudden start sprinkling jumpers because he's getting wide open looks. Yeah. His confidence is there, and then all of a sudden he's Russell Westbrook again. So I really think it's that thing, dog. He comes out, he's like, man, fuck you guys, I can shoot it, and he shoots it. He shoots thirty percent. So he's like, okay, I better go to the basket. And he's statistically the worst high volume three point shooter in NBA history. Yeah, I mean. Like that, that tells you right there. It's like a chip. It's like a, it's like a fuck the world chip it's on like, your shoulder no, type I, thing. I, I can shoot threes, goddammit. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So don't, don't panic just yet on Russell Westbrook and the Lakers situation. To close it, the Chiefs panic meter. They just lost 27 3. They're turning the ball over at an all time clip. They, uh, they're like 30, they're like 32nd in turnover rate, 32nd in, all types of all types of stats. Well, they're the last in the league. It's entirely new roster too. I think they only brought back three players from last year. It was Bron Davis and and shout out Chicago boy Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, I think everybody else is new. I was talking about the Chiefs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad, too. my bad. But yeah, that's, <laughs> but hey, but that's true too. That's a good point on the Lakers. It's a good point on the Lakers. Like, yo, let these guys play a little bit before you yeah, before 100%. you shut the door. My bad. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah ahead. Russell. Kansas but, City. I'm <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, damn, they brought back a whole <laughs> I'm thinking about their squad. I'm like, wait, what? 49 um, new guys. Yeah. Um, Chiefs panic meter, 27-3. They lost to the Titans the other night. They are horrendous across the league on turning the ball over giveaways. 
yeah. that type of thing. Panic meter on the Chiefs. Is it real? Is it time to start thinking about the a, a, play, a playoffs without the Chiefs in it? Yeah. I, if I'm the Chiefs, the panic meter is if if it's this is bad, they're all the way over there. Like this, and this isn't like hot take shit. This isn't some ESPN bullshit. Like a hundred percent. I watched that game the other day, and I sent you guys in the group chat. I said the the Titans are literally doing whatever they want to on offense. The Chiefs' defense, forget their offensive problems, and they're there right now. They 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 are giving the ball away at a alarming rate, but. It almost doesn't matter because their defense is so bad. Like, their defense is so bad. You can do whatever you want to. If you want to run, fine. Derrick Henry, you want to run? Awesome. You want to throw against them? Great. Ryan Tannehill, throw the ball. Derrick Henry was throwing touchdown passes. <laughs> I mean, You're they turning, were doing... They're uh, turning the ball over and then getting no stops. And then that's, getting that's zero a, stops. That's a disaster. Yeah. Turn the ball over and then giving up points and then getting right back on offense and turning the ball over again or not scoring. So I think, and, and what is it now? Week eight? It's week Weeks, eight. They're three and four. Eight. Yeah, like this is not a. They haven't looked good. Let me at let, all. hey let me let me go through the list of teams that are better than the Chiefs right now. It's very long. Like this is one of the, and their yo, division is tough. Yo, yo, I'm gonna tell you this. They're like one of they're on the bottom half of the league. On they're like that's how bad they look. The Bengals are a better team. The Raiders are a better team. The Titans are a better team. Buffalo's a better team. Baltimore's a better team. The Chargers are a better team. Cleveland's a better team. Indianapolis may be a better team. New England, like th- that's where it kind of gets tough, right? right? But I'll give you, I'll give you a full seven teams in just the AFC. And two that of them are in their division. Yes, Cincinnati, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore, the Chargers, and the Browns are all clear cut better right. than the Chiefs, and that's in the AFC. Then you got the Cardinals, the Bucks, Green Bay, Dallas, the Rams, New Orleans. They're like, and 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 the Vikings. They're not better than the Vikings. Or they're better than the Vikings, but maybe not. Like they're right there, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's 13 or 14 teams that are better than the Chiefs right now. There's only Absolutely. 32 teams in the league. So, yeah, so if you're looking at, it, they're the, they're the third best team in their division, 15th best team in the league, one of the worst defenses we've ever seen. I mean, again, I can't describe the defensive performance that I and saw that's back and that's backed up by that's not hyperbole. That's backed up the by numbers, statistics. The numbers tell you that, and it's passing and running. And they get no pressure on the quarterback, and they don't turn the ball over. So sometimes you have bad defenses that are able to get pressure on the – talk about like Arizona, right? Like they're able to get pressure on the quarterback and create turnovers. Might not be a defense that's shutting you down every drive, but they're able to make big plays. Like sometimes like the Bears. The Chiefs do none of that. I think that they're dead last in the league in sacks. Like they do none of that. So it, it's really – again, they're turning the ball over on offense to go to a defense that doesn't scare you. That doesn't intimidate you. That poses zero threat to what you're trying to do. That's a problem. It's a problem. And everybody knows like what the that. Titans are trying to do. I, I talk about it every week. The Titans don't disguise anything. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. We're going to give the ball to screens to Derrick Henry. And we'll yeah. throw to A.J. Brown and, and Julio every once in a while. Exactly. And right. you can't stop it. So, yeah, I, I, if I'm a Chiefs fan, if I'm a Chiefs person, my, my panic meter is very high. Yeah. We'll leave it there. NBA week or NFL week eight on the way Thursday. Be on the lookout. Packers, Cardinals. That's going to be a good one. NBA second week. Knicks Sixers tonight. Knicks Sixers tonight. We got Bulls Knicks Thursday. I'm glad the Bulls get a uh, get a day off. Yeah, couple days, couple days off. They get today off and tomorrow off. So I cannot wait to watch the Bulls Knicks. It's, it's going to be great. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. So 
For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe, man. Come rock with us, man. We talk shit every week for you guys. We have a fun time doing it. Tell your homies to tell a homie. Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, you know the deal. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.